Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Space Trash. Trash in space. Space trash. Lifestyles, the rich and Uranus. Space trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. (laughs) Greetings, trashlings, and welcome to our first in a three-part series of the Vanderpump Rules reunion on Space Trash. Oh, guess lifestyles of the rich and Uranus. And I'm Sarah Armour. And I'm Molly Molshine. And like I said, first of three, Bravo likes to stretch it out. And But you said, you said, Andy, if you're not doing this, you're you're cuckoo in the head. And you know what? It's nice to know that a fellow BU alum is sane. Yeah, make it three. Who, Andy Cohen? Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Um. Also, just a little teaser. Sarah has some really, really... Uh, intense news about Taylor Swift and Maddie Healy on the Adam Friedland show that that she needs to share, but that's going to be at the end. That's an Easter egg for whoever can survive that long. It is more of a host of the Adam Friedland show in relationship to Maddie and Taylor update. But yeah, it blew my fucking mind. So, or if you're interested in it, just know that you can you can get ready get excited can, about that yeah fast forward to like the last five minutes or fast forward yeah, if you want if that's what you're interested in. yeah but she's been talking about it for like three days so when i discovered I, what i discovered i was um elated and i have been waiting to tell i've been edging to tell you about these edgelords so we're gonna find that out at the very end of this episode but first let's get into the reunion so i think we both agreed this uh reunion it was it was great television i loved it i thought it was awesome it was great television but it also you can kind of tell they're stretching it into three there a, a little bit of there was no there there right yes and my fear about the stretching it into three a little bit is like what like what do okay there were this was a big scandal but like what do we want from Tom and Raquel? Like, they're wrong. And they also, you know, it's just like, they don't there's give nothing. They, they don't give a shit. Like, how do you apologize about something that you're not sorry for? What do you have to say for yourself, Tom? It's like, he didn't need to do the crocodile tears. That but it's was like amazing. He, Every single person jumped on him. Like, that was yeah. just so satisfying for anyone who's ever been cheated that's what that's why this is addictive television because yes we've all been cheated on we've all been jilted and to watch this man get pummeled on mass is just it's so fun, it's so fun. Uh, them all yeah. booing him was so great and luckily he doesn't have a soul so he doesn't actually care but so okay what were you gonna say what's your point about apologies I understand when, you know, Andy's like, Tom, I understand for yourself. I understand he's like, oh, I just want to say, I didn't deserve that. And I'm so sorry. First of all, of course, you didn't deserve that. And you never thought that she deserved that. And you're not sorry. How could you be sorry? You only got caught. That's why you're sorry. Should we require him, desire him, expect him to apologize? And if he does apologize, what would be sufficient? What could he possibly say? Right. He's just a horny coward. So he won't. Yeah. 
he's not you're never gonna get a real podcast. A horny coward is right yeah that's yeah, i was just thinking while i was watching this like yeah i had a really similar thought which was when a when you corner a guy like this it's almost worse when he just says yeah you're right i'm a complete piece of shit right because you are it is what it is and, and then you're just like what but you knew that then why'd you do it like there is no satisfying end to this like there nope. there is no satisfying way for this to go he just literally has to sit up there and take his licks but what we're here to really talk about is the astrology because there are going to be hundreds of thousands of podcasts recapping the reunion ad nauseum we have something unique to bring to the table which is the stars so tell me get let's do first a little refresher the key players what what are their uh suns moons and rising when available and also disclaimer this is all just to the best of our knowledge these people are former wannabe actors from la they all could be lying about their ages so you know we're just gonna do the honor code and assume that what we found about these people's birth dates years and times and locations is correct yes um so Tom Sandoval, Cancer Sun, Gemini Moon, No Rising. Okay. Ariana Maddox, Cancer Sun, Virgo Moon, No Rising. And I have to say, I was listening to Ariana on Call Her Daddy. Yeah. Which was sort of the, I mean, the scandal, as addictive and fun as it is, it is getting into beating a dead horse territory. She Right. The, the Call Her Daddy episode was two hours long. I couldn't even get through it because- I don't know. Maybe it was interesting to people who really, really care about this woman as a reality TV character, but it was very much kind of like just or a, anyone who's been in her position, maybe more recent. Like I could see where you'd want to be like, yeah, that me too. Like I, I trusted him for these reasons or we worked through it for the, like, yeah. like, I could see it being in the same way that it was cathartic for everyone to boo Sandoval. It's like, I think for somebody who's going through that, it might be like, yeah, yeah. It just like when I was getting off Adderall years ago, I would listen to all these podcasts about like people that have are going through Adderall withdrawal. You know, it could be that kind of thing. Yeah. Like it just it kind of highlighted how when you isolate her from the rest of the scandal, um, she, she just needs to get all the opportunities and money she can while she can, I guess I would say. But she says in the episode um, I'm a Virgo moon, so I compartmentalize a lot of my feelings. Yeah. So I think we'll get into that for sure. Yeah, I had a lot of, when I heard her say that, I was pleased. And I also thought there's so much more. It's not just so I compartmentalize my feelings. It's actually like, you know, Cancer Sun, Virgo moon, ultimate servant. Like you are here to serve your home. Yeah. Yeah. So she, she didn't want to, she was, and she even says it in the episode. She's like, I was, he liked me in the beginning because I was the fun girl going out doing mushrooms with them. And it's like right. that, I don't even, I don't even know if she even wanted to be do, doing that, you know? Right. And it's also like, um, she like Virgo is for lack of a better word, like the slave, like Virgo is serving Pisces with the opposites in the chart. There's one that comes first. So like, for example, Aries is serving Libra. You get the I am energy in alignment so that you can become a we, right? Right. Uh, like Taurus energy serves the Scorpio energy. You need to build your resources so that you have something to spend and share and merge with other. Like, do you see what I'm saying? So the lower, when we're looking at the opposition, so for example, Virgo serves Pisces. 
Pisces is the ultimate in God, in master. But Virgos can get fucked up because it's like, what master are you serving? What are you serving? So I think what we're seeing here is her ability to serve that master of delusion, Pisces, when like it's, it was so easy for her to turn this blind eye because it's like, and I also think for Virgos, they can really convince themselves. Virgos would never do th- stuff they think is wrong. Like they are here to fix, help, serve, provide. What she was saying when she was saying like, I just thought if I was like the perfect girlfriend, the coolest girlfriend, if I really just kept giving, giving, giving that like there was no way that like this would ever end or we couldn't work through anything. And it's like, yeah, that is what you would think, Virgo Moon. Like you thought you could just serve him until like into the oblivion and you can't yeah like you were serving a false god he didn't want that we talked about that in our last episode which was about the finale about how like he is literally going from like a mother figure to a student like he's treating like in that really awkward scene between tom and raquel he's correcting her speech he's correcting her when she gets stuff wrong he's like trying to teach like he's taking this really creepy woody allen like teacher adult position with this younger woman who is pl- either playing dumb or really dumb. So like she, I don't know, like it's weird because I guess that, uh, yeah, I don't know. Okay. Who Wait, else- I also have breaking news. What? I have a feeling that Ariana is a Aquarius ascendant. I was going to argue it for astrological reasons. I have just gotten it confirmed, officially confirmed. Okay. Ariana is an Aquarius rising. Aquarius rising. I can see that, but like, she's not a very good Aquarius, like in terms of being an effective Aquarius, like she was kind of trying to play God with this relationship and be like, like the, when there's later in this reunion episode, when he's like one of them, either her or Tom says, you know, I broke the one rule that we had in our relationship. And it's like, that rule was not don't cheat on me. It was don't make a fool of me. That's exactly and right. That's, that's exactly so Aquarius right. to be like, oh, you actually can do whatever as long as I don't look like an idiot, as long as I still look like I'm the master of the universe and like everything is fine. So I could see Not that. to mention what we saw at the beginning of this year was Pluto move into Aquarius, zero degrees Aquarius. So all the Aquarius risings got a little bit of the hint of an absolute massive transformation that's about to take place in the house of your identity, how you see yourself, your I am, that first house for the next 40 years. So all Aquarius risings let go of the past. There is a whole new identity emerging that will be I would like that. I would say drastically different. Like it's like every Aquarius rising is coming out of the closet. I don't mean in a sexuality way. I mean, in like a, not only letting their freak flag fly away, but maybe even discovering it for the first time. Yeah. Wow. Aquarius rising first house. That means that you're a little bit detached from your sense of self. And that Leo energy is put into the seventh house of your relationships. So you put everything into performing and loving and giving in your relationships which I think allows you to kind of turn a blind eye to like what's going on with the I am because Aquarius I am it's like you know you're kind of thinking in terms of like the group like for the group of course Tom and I are going to work through it and for the group I'm not going to be like a a bitch when he cheats on me I'm going to understand because we're all humans like it's not about me it's about us growing forever together and we are going to maintain this relationship for the group, for the cast, for the TV show. Like yep. it's all yep. about kind of what it looks like. He, so she was sort of giving mixed messages a little bit where Tom said, 
you know, Ariana and I were completely different behind closed doors and we didn't show how bad our relationship was in real life. And Ariana is like, I didn't think that I was under the impression that we were showing everything. And it's like, Ariana, no, you, we know you weren't because you stuck up for him with the Miami girl thing. Like you stuck up for him with lots of stuff. And then she keeps harping on this idea that he's coaching Raquel. And I'm like, why are you so obsessed with the idea that he's coaching her? It's because she let him coach. Well, she says that Ariana, she said that she said he did this with me back when we were doing this with Kristen, he's saying we have to do this to make sure that our stories are aligned and to make sure that we're on the same, we're, we're putting forth the same offensive front. Yeah. So she's so not that no one can poke things. holes in our bullshit story. She's, this is cathartic and important for her because not only is it the truth in general, but it's her truth that she actually maybe hasn't even fully and, 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 you know, I feel like one of the big themes in this episode was people being like, you did this. Too. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. When I was 21, when I was 21. Well, the same, I think like, OK, so if they've been together for 10 years, you know what? What you actually thought you might have been cool with or thought was acceptable way to start the relationship or even a romantic or fun way to start the relationship 10 years ago. You might she actually might need this check in with herself where she looks back and is like, actually, this like whole thing um in, in this whole thing, I was burying certain truths and I was actually not okay. serving myself and I was being bullshit because I just like was so in love and like young and wanted to work. You might not but want also, the same things you wanted 10 years ago. And I've been a bit of a doormat. Like she was right. being a little Told bit the of the biggest. The and biggest. it's not her fault because he's a manipulative, manipulative person. And she, you know, you give people the benefit of the doubt, but she... But also that's how the relationships start. Because even Raquel is now too. When you start dating someone who's already in a relationship, like you are kind of putting you're giving away all your power at the top she says in her interview in the beginning to andy you know when andy is like oh why i don't remember exactly what andy asked her but he was like why didn't you why weren't you more suspicious earlier like because we have all these stories of people being like oh he was with raquel at such and such club until 1 a.m and stuff like that and she says i'm a loyal and trusting girlfriend so i gave him the benefit of the doubt and i'm like don't be that everyone listening. You don't have to be that. Like if something freaks you out and rubs you the wrong way, you can ask your boyfriend about it. You don't have to be like, no, I'm the, I'm the trusting girlfriend. I don't have trust issues. Like, no, have trust issues. Like it's, it's only trust issues. If it's like, you are literally inventing scenarios in your head that are completely not there. Like it's not, it's completely normal to be like, wait a minute, you were out until 1 a.m. with this other girl that we're friends with? That's a little bit over the line. He was on the trip in your sweatshirt with no pants on? Yeah. This isn't like, we're not reaching here. The fact that she had to find a video in his phone is a little bit insane because it seems like there's tons of like footage from the show. Right, there's clues everywhere. So this is where Aquarius Rising makes me think like, no, she didn't give him the benefit of the doubt because she's a loyal and trusting girlfriend. She did it because she needed to believe that she was in control of the relationship. That's exactly right. Well, and right? it's too because the, the in the call her daddy interview, that's something that she says, like, looking back, I see now, like, my parents' relationship was similar. Like, my dad would just, like, never come home. So I think yeah. instead of dealing with that patterning, programming, and pain, she was like, oh, I'm cool with this. This is normal to me. Yeah, 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 like yeah. She, totally. It's like, you know what I mean? Like, our standards change when our parents don't live up to certain right. expectations. Why is my, like, I, I, you know, I like to date and 
am married to a guy who doesn't really know how to like um name his emotions <laughs> right so because scorpio that's, that's my comfort zone because that's my dad right. like we all do it right. and, and it's like, catholic religion it's your, yeah. it's your heritage yeah exactly You're like, oh, you don't do want to do the deep feeling talk great yeah sometimes it's just in benign ways like it's totally fine but like you know then there's other things where it's like you know you yeah, like be, being like, yeah, my dad was always at the dive bar instead of coming home after school. That's what Ariana said on Call Her Daddy. Right. It's like, so it makes complete sense that you met someone who just wanted to do shrooms with you and have a good time. And you were like, oh, yeah, this is exactly how I can get love. Like, this is, right. I can be the cool girl that goes to the dive bar instead of wanting help with her homework. And then, like, and or when you don't come home when you're at the dive bar, I can go, like, oh, that's just what men do. I, rem- I recall, even if it's subconscious, I recall, yes, this, this is normal. This is just normal. Yes. I could not believe that Sandoval said, I felt like I was her gay best friend. I actually thought that was one of the only honest things he said. I, I could believe it. And I was like, I, I understand where he's coming from. He's I, just I, a I, fucking no, coward. The thing is, I believe it, but break up with her. I can't believe he said it out loud, I guess is what I'm saying, because it is so emasculating and it is so like, but he's such an interesting character, Sandoval, because I don't hate him actually. I, I mean, I hate I him. I hate him on. Well, how do I want to say I do hate him, but like. I, and his chart is helpful because I can see it in his. It's like I again, the empathy building of astrology. It's like, oh, I can see how like there are certain just lessons he's here to learn. Yeah. But like, I do think. He, he, like when they were showing those clips of like him auditioning for was it the hills or like Laguna Beach? Like he has actually been a career, he's been trying to be a career reality star this whole time. Like, do you know what I mean? And like yeah. it, framing it like, at, because it's interesting, you're looking at that stage. Actually, it is all people that became couples and then broke up on the show. Like I right. 100% can see him either talking about it with Ariana or even saying it to himself. Like this was a business decision. And now, and I can see them going, you know what? Like we already had all these breakups on the show. We need to, we, we can't join that storyline. It's already overdone. You know, we're scared that the show is going to be taken away. Because right. Because before this scandal, this happened, isn't what the, the show, show is. The show did seem like it was on its last legs. So, but and in he- fact, it sounds boring that it's like oh, a bunch of these couples got together. They all fought for a couple of seasons and made out with each other. And then, then they all broke up. It's like, but- and I was watching some of season one uh, this week and it is jarring the difference between like what this show started as and what it is now, because now it's people in their thirties who are kind of trying on domesticity and they're opening their own restaurants. And it used to be like, you know, people that were living off of iced coffee and Red Bull, 23 years old just getting wasted all the time. Like the show is not what it used to be. And in the beginning, like it's, I just think it's so interesting that he has the self-awareness and he feels comfortable in his comfortable enough in his masculinity to say my girlfriend was treating me like her gay best friend. And he is so hyper virile. Like he cheats on everyone all the time. He's like, he's like a, a poon hound. And, and yet he has, I, I think it's okay to say this a little bit of a gay vibe. Like he's got nobody here whatsoever. I feel like LA it's, I feel like it's very, he's like very Metro. 
It's a all those in LA. guys, all those less shorts than them, but like Jamie Kennedy too. Like they both are so like metro. They're so quaffed and groomed, and yeah. like yeah. I'm just like this does not read as right. They have like hair products. Like if I met them, I would talk to them as if they were not a sexual option for me and me they're probably not because they only want to date 25 year olds but but you know what I mean like it would never occur to me to be like oh this is a this is a straight guy so it's just it's really interesting to me to see someone who's so he's he's sort of femme like in his first episode on VPR he is dating uh Kristen and she's like he takes more time to get ready than me it's ridiculous he's like shaving his forehead and his entire face everything but his eyebrows he's cert- he's freaking out because he can't find the right hairspray and and it's like and he's just getting a million girls it's so weird but I guess that's always been a thing in LA because like even hair metal bands and things like that right. like that but it's just so far from my realm of like he was just I- going for like yeah like a Tommy Lee rocker thing I think but he's but he's not coming he's not even approaching that ballpark i mean like he, no he yeah like he's so not like badass and any it's it's just funny to me because like these guys are just so foreign from any straight guys that i've hung out with yeah they're not from the east coast yeah but okay so what is what are raquel's signs so raquel is a virgo sun sag moon what is lvp virgo sun cancer moon so much virgo and cancer in so all much these- virgo and cancer well but it's like it's a show about serving right. servers and serving virgo right, right, right. virgo cancer cancer virgo virgo cancer cancer so funny it's about homes they became more domestic and they're servers doing restaurant work that is the most cancer virgo shit i've ever heard i know and why are they always opening restaurants and sandwich shops it's like the most notoriously difficult business that you could ever be in i guess it's just to keep the show going but yeah but i don't know i guess that's lisa's business and she's actually the like the you know producer of this whole thing yeah but their fortune lisa and because i was wondering about this lisa and ken made their fortune he made it off of textiles and another big chunk was in real estate they they invest in a lot of properties so so in a way it's like their businesses their restaurants are like a tax write-off right the the restaurants are a a side hobby and like i don't think like they kind of portray it on the show that lisa is like always there working like opening closing checking on stuff and like they've got 37 restaurants so it's like I'm sure she, she goes where the cameras are you know what I mean right like, of course so it's just funny too because I mean it's smart of her they don't ever talk about their other streams of income they just allow the audience to believe that they've bought this gigantic mansion on a hill on the strength of restaurant touring <laughs> <laughs> It's like, no, but it, it builds the mystique and the allure of the restaurants, which makes totally. people want to go to the restaurants. It's smart. It's really smart. She's really it's smart. really smart. One of the things that jumped out at me during the reunion was when they were talking about how, you know, Andy asked like Ariana, I believe he was saying Ariana, like, so you don't want to be close to anybody that still has Tom in, in their lives. Now, side note, I do think it's kind of funny because it's like, well, be you, like for the record, you are still the still living in the same house like even if you have like people doing like interference running interference I was like how much money are these people making that they have servants to go back and forth and run interference for them but they can't move out but I get why you don't move out there's legal reasons why if you leave the 
the home, like one of the other, the other person can kind of claim more of it if you do have oh. to bring it to the court to figure out who gets what so wait true or false though did she stage that she was moving i saw like photos that she i saw pictures of her with boxes and then it was like yeah. we did that for press or something what was that it was like a spawn con thing but who cares i mean that's get so the money. funny that's yeah get i mean money of course you can get it I, I just wanted to know like yeah it was for money great fucking yeah. worth it i also um, thought like when she says every time he came comes into the house it re-traumatizes her i was like all right like tom move out like yeah move out move out i'm just saying like everything's not trauma you know what i mean like if we do this the word is gonna lose its meaning if we right you know right this isn't right that's what's interesting about this whatever you want to say that she even when you're talking about okay another, another cancer sun virgo moon thing her playing that role of I just trust my man. I have no, I have no trust issues. It's like, no, you just trust that he's just like your daddy. But it's like, I have no trust issues. I'm just trust my man. I'm a secure person. That's also a really awesome hill to die on. If you're yeah, suspecting something or your boyfriend is literally flagrantly never home vacationing with other women and like they're wearing his clothing everywhere, then this could like somewhere right. she knew i think Little. there's a little bit of a pre a pre-edit she did a little pre-production for this reunion production where she set it up so that no matter what she comes out looking not only like a victim which she is, is. but like she's coming out looking like a victim and like a really like secure i just think that's like because she also could say, yeah, I had suspicions, but I pushed them down because I thought it would be crazy. Like, nah, Virgo Moon wouldn't want you to think that. A Virgo Moon would want you to think, no, I am a healthy servant of my, my man and relationships. You're so right. She's And she is playing it impeccably. And f- oh, I, yeah. I took it at face value. And that's why I'm like, no, be the psycho. Call him out. But it's like, you know, she probably did behind closed doors. I'm sure that she did. And this is a way more powerful narrative and if she probably- truly is if she is if we're gonna all believe that she was truly blindsided which i i mean look she probably thought he was cheating and she probably knew he was cheating because we saw him we saw her know he was cheating i'm sure she was blindsided that he was dating their friend that was a child i'm sure they also talked shit about raquel i'm sure that they were like oh she's such a young little idiot like i seeing what i've seen of tom so far and that gemini moon conjunct chiron like this motherfucker when Ariana said that to him on stage, like he's just going to spin whatever story he can. He's throwing everything at the wall to try to find a narrative that works. I, that is the truth. And she had pre that's, you know, both Gemini and Virgo, what their moon signs are, are ruled by Mercury. They're very mercurial moon signs. But let me tell you, the Virgo comes out on top here because that was just much better long-term practical thinking and planning versus that Gemini chaos. Oh, yeah. Sandoval is absolutely flailing and flaming out. What she was actually trying to say was that, Ariana, I couldn't possibly sever my relationship with them now, I think. Right? Right. Because of Tom Tom and because of the show, I think she does have a small stake in Schwartz and Sandy's. Like, she isn't going to sever. Yeah, she's not going to. She's put so much money into Tom Tom that she's not going to let these guys get canceled. Like, she has stake in them not getting canceled because she would really have to rebrand the entire restaurant basically and it was interesting too to see how much in both cases with the sandwich shop and with schwartz and sandy's 
there was so much like hype and pomp and fanfare about the opening of these things and then both don't have food (laughs) (laughs) what right like are they even i mean it's just it's they're just like fronts they're just like stores it's for tv and why is it called something about her why would you it just it doesn't roll off the tongue it doesn't say sandwiches to me it's a, like Schwartz and Sandy's is a catchy name. I, you got to. Yeah, that's, totally. That's cute. But something about her is like, okay, now I'm thinking about something about Mary. Now I'm thinking about jizz in your hair. This is not, a, this is not sandwiches. It's really bad writing. Ariana was like, people kept messaging. us like, how can we support? And we were like, well, the sandwiches aren't ready yet, but you could buy this merch that we are, you know, drop shipping or whatever. And $200,000 is pretty good for a, for a sandwich shop with no sandwiches. Oh, amazing. I think yeah. something about her just means like, I, I, you know what it is? It's like, you know, that that was a compliment that like somebody gave one of them and it was like, like they, they needed to hear that there was like something about them and it just doesn't quite hit the mark. Yeah. It doesn't hit the mark. Um, I really got annoyed when LVP said that it doesn't, make him a dangerous person what did you think about that that was an interesting way to start the show like he is a dangerous person and so it's ridiculous la la and it's like is it though what does it mean to be a dangerous person and like right right what are we how are we defining danger dangerous i mean he is not a trustworthy person he's emotionally unsafe he's a person you could absolutely get a permanent std from if you date him he's a right. person that he will, will probably cheat on you he he will take your life savings and his mom's retirement fund and blow them on his restaurant like i don't know yeah i think like to compare it to randall emmett who is allegedly an actual sex predator yeah we gotta is, watch there's a new doc out i'm very curious now i know i can't believe the doc is actually called randall scandal i thought that was just the pretend social media name like it was a joke but it's really called randall scandal like really we're rhyming right now people evolving are yeah but yeah but it's, we're literally entering our era because nobody rhymes better than us baby yeah 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 but yeah i just thought I mean, LVP, you can tell that she is biased in favor of them. And I don't know. It's just interesting to see how many of, especially the girls now, are no longer deferential to LVP. Like, if, like, normally, if she said, no, no, Lala, you're wrong, everyone would just stay quiet. But instead, they were all kind of nodding their heads with Lala. Like, no. She's right. Like this is a pat. This is a type of person. This is a pattern of person. Like he's showing no remorse for hurting someone. Like yeah, right. that doesn't mean there's a direct line between that and like serious sexual harassment or whatever Randall is accused of doing. But like it does mean that he's not following the same rules of engagement of being a person that the rest of us are, and that is dangerous for your livelihood, for your money, for your health. If you're dating him, right? Like he's a dangerous investment he's Mm -hmm. a dangerous partner like i don't think he's gonna kill anybody i don't think he's like violent but i think yeah i think people knowing that this is the way that he look uh yes absolutely sex addict but like tiger has a sex addiction anybody that dates him moving forward should know that but sex addict please sam has sam rhodes friend of the pod who i also do the junior misses with 
check out the junior Mrs. podcast. He has a really funny stand-up joke where he's like, if you had a sex addiction, you wouldn't be getting caught having sex with like hot women. You'd be getting caught having sex with like a chicken carcass in an alleyway. Well, some, some are, I mean, you're right. Like, yeah, you know, yes, like, it's, yeah, right. It's, shut up. Sex addiction. Get out of here. Go get put fucking keep it in your pants or just like, you know, like, right. I mean, I think Ariana nailed it where she was like, when I was doing my personal therapy sessions, I was doing all this inner child weeping and, and inner child work. That's all he really needs. Like, but see, here's what, what you say is really, you said he shows no remorse for hurting someone else. How could he like, like, I guess I just, I, I I'm confused about the idea of showing remorse. I'm not confused. I'm curious about what it means to show remorse. What would be a normal timeline for remorse? And how do you, what is nor- like, like, like he isn't like, he's sorry that he is caught, caught in this way. He's sorry that this is what the reunion's about Ariana. He's maybe sorry that he embarrassed her. But he's not sorry. You don't do something for seven months and then get really sorry because you got busted. You would have just kept doing it. Right. That's why he has no remorse. That's what it means. So no remorse means, like, what does remorse mean? Like, I regret, I regret my actions. Yeah, I regret it. I'm looking back on it and I feel like I shouldn't have done that. Like, I I did the wrong thing. He's not showing any of that. He's got 9,000 excuses for what he did. And he can walk you through in his Gemini moon mm-hmm. funhouse of psychosis in his head. Mm-hmm. He can walk you into any excuse, anything you ask him, he has an excuse for that mm-hmm. he's invented and he can use to justify. There is no remorse in there whatsoever. So like, that's not a normal person. The reason why he has no remorse is because he's capable of doing something incredibly fucked up repeatedly. Like that's right. Exactly. You know, so that's what, that's right. what is dangerous. And that, and, and I think that, right, what Lala said is right, which is like, he was coming home and get, getting in bed next to her every night. It's like, psycho. It, it's, yeah, to, it just, the lack of conscience is where it's like, okay, is it, is it just dangerous to be someone who cheats, like, emotionally for sure, but, you know, but then you're like, well, wait a second, like, if he really, like, he really doesn't seem to have a conscience, so then in that way he is a dangerous person where does that stop yeah right right what like if, what if his what if his restaurant fails and the bank takes the house away the house is half right, ariana's right, right. her house is gone her life savings are gone like that's a dangerous person like and that's right. i'm sure part of why he was trying to micromanage this like affair and turn it into how can i get my dick wet and make sure that I keep the restaurant and keep the house and keep Ariana. Okay. Here's the sequence of events that needs to happen. I have to wait until, and the fact that he said he was going to wait till cameras were down. I mean, that just goes to show you how much he and Ariana were in a habit of hiding things from the audience. Like they just were, and she was in on it. And it's not to say that's her fault. It's just like, it's her choice. She was taking part in some stage managing as well. Like when he says like, I felt like I'm her gay bestie. I think they probably had fun together. To be like someone's gay bestie is a high honor. Like, I think she was trying on outfits for him. And I think he was like, babe, you have my gel. I just think she was willing to accept him. And he is an asshole. (laughs) 
Like, yeah. Where I saw her Virgo moon and her Aquarius rising working in her favor was when she was stick standing up for herself to both Andy and LVP. Like she knows how much power she has right now. She knows she's the star of the next season. She knows that she can really get away with a lot at this reunion. Normally they would be deferential to both Andy and Lisa, but like when Andy in the beginning was questioning her about, well, were you not having sex? Were you blah, blah, blah. And she's like, this is victim blaming. Like, I love that. I love that. I got love that, down. that. She was just like, it doesn't matter. It's not like, the it point. Doesn't... And it's none of your business. Yeah. If we doesn't... were going to show it on the show, we would have shown it on the show. Well, it is his business. He does. It, it literally is... is his business, I guess. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. He is paying them a paycheck to to show their lives on camera. But I loved that she was like, this is completely irrelevant. Because it is. It doesn't matter if she shit. If she upper decked his toilet, like he still, you still don't cheat on the person as retaliation. You know what I mean? And right, then like to, a thousand. Well, and what did she say? She said intimacy, intimacy issues isn't permission to cheat. Like it's actually it's so insulting to like assume that. Right. But I was just so proud of her. That was a real Aquarius moment where she was just like, I know what's going on in the world right now. I am America's sweetheart. You guys happen to be the producers of this show, but you need me more than I need you next year. Next reunion might be different. I might be deferential again, but this year, no, I'm not taking this bait. I'm not, you're not going to make me look like a fool. Like I'm a fucking Virgo moon. I am not going to sit here and be like, yeah, I, I didn't have sex with him. So it makes complete sense. And then when she stood up to LVP also um, saying like, that she's sticking up for them too. Someone said that she was sticking up for them too much. And I was just like, oh my God, it's wild to see. Because if you watch Bev Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, there's a season where they all turn against Lisa. The thing about Lisa is like, she doesn't always keep everyone in check. Like she, she does up to a point and then they start to turn on her. And now they're starting to turn on her on this show. But on this show, her name's on, in the title. And like, she at least has, I mean, she's not even their boss anymore. It's really funny that she's even there, but like, well, so that's my question. Is she an investor in the sandwich shop? Is she I don't in, think so. involved in any of their lives in any way? Like, do any of them work at the restaurant still? I do some of them might maybe Ariana does maybe I don't know maybe James but like I'm sure that she has a few businesses tied up with some of them but they are not restaurant staff anymore that is not she is no longer their mama hen of the restaurant so like that is gone but she's their boss on the show because she's an executive producer so it's right. like they do kind of have this freedom to be like we're the talent we're like this show does need us whereas when they were relying on money from the show and their tips at the restaurant you can't because you don't want to jeopardize both jobs do you know what i mean and i feel like, like if i was lisa vanderpump i would pull this would be the last season because like it, th there was an actual arc most of the characters didn't change but they all went through like the journey of like got together broke up and it, now it's over there is no star of the show because she has no they don't work at Vanderpump anything. No, they're never going to end it. They're not going to end it until literally no one is watching it. They're not. Yeah. Because like, my thought was like, is Ariana the the star? I mean. For now, yeah. She's the new Supreme for now, for the next season. Yeah, at least. So now the next season is just going to be the aftermath of people breaking up. And she's got a new boyfriend and Sandoval will have a new girlfriend and like there will be who's who's on whose side are Lala and James friends again, like just all different kind of th like 
it's just so interesting because like if they're not working together like the same problem i have with housewives too though where it's like if you weren't filming the show like would you be at a backyard dinner at garcelle's like right that's the the crew is that like this isn't a crew anymore yeah that's the problem with real housewives right now none of them have real relationships anymore that's why new jersey and new york were like the best in the beginning because they were all genuinely friends or family and now it's become it's just falling apart a little bit i want to know what in lisa vanderpump's chart makes it that like you i i wish you had seen all of the early seasons of beverly hills up to her demise because she really is like she's like geppetto or she's like the marionette she's pulling all the strings she never gets her hands dirty she always comes out on top and you think this lady is in charge of everybody like and then they all turn on her. And that happened on Beverly Hills. And now they're starting to feel a little more confident enough to turn on her on the show that has her name in it. So I'm like, how does Le- how is Lisa so good at this? And then it it just wears off all of a sudden. Yeah. I mean, okay, so I'm looking at her chart. So LVP is a Scorpio rising. She has her moon in the Scorpio house conjunct Lilith. So moon conjunct Lilith in cancer so there is going to be something sort of polarizing about her when she expresses her needs or her extreme femininity or her anger or even the fact that she's not sure if she's angry at Tom Sandoval she said that like when they were all walking into the studio there was like they played that clip of her walking in and you can see the overhead shot which I was like oh maybe the audio is from a different time but she's like the truth will come out don't worry everybody the truth will come out it's like who was she talking to what like if she's comforting Tom what truth like what do you mean the truth will come out like that's just weird to me but I think right. you know because but you like, know what I mean it's like something's what, gonna she's kind of implying that something's gonna exonerate him in some way right yeah, that's the vibe I got and it's like like she might be a little bit of like um a male apologist I mean she's older than we are she's a different generation so not only is she used to a generation where men cheat her south nodes in Pisces so she does like messy and she is meant to be that Virgo like I'm here to fix it I'm here to make the business work I'm here to manage I'm here to drive the plot lines of every show like the first few seasons of Beverly Hills like she drives the plot and the drama even though she's sitting there clean as a whistle right just commentating on the sidelines being hilarious and you don't know that she's pulling the levers behind the scenes right and I could see where people might like her south node in Pisces in the fourth house not only does she have a messy detached emotional creative inner world that we aren't privy to and home life that we're not privy to but you I mean Virgo she is doing her life's work Virgo is the writer it is the 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 editor the you know the plot line advances when LVP is in the room Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices down so to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. 
Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. But I could see people in the cast being like, hey, fuck you. Like, who the fuck are you? What are you, Oz? Like, who are you to yes, sit around? Oz. And they were saying, like, LVP is the only one here that hasn't cheated. It's like, as far as we know, like she is really keeping up her squeaky queen clean everything but like who the fuck knows i really did love when she said well todd and i have opened 37 bars and we've never gotten a divorce i loved that <laughs> I was like, it's true i don't give or ken me. ken ken is his is name that? Ken? oh his name's ken todd oh <laughs> i know vanderpump's well, her maiden name she doesn't seem like someone who would have her maiden name but yeah, but Vanderpump is so bougie. It's so iconic. Well, you, I would never be Todd instead of instead of Vanderpump. It's ridiculous. I but I just loved that. Like, I don't give two shits about Katie and Schwartz. They literally are like watching paint dry. I don't know how they're still on this show, but like, but her, I think that's what I think that's what Schwartz was afraid. I mean, Sandoval was afraid of becoming that. Yeah, but Sandoval like actually is entertaining enough. Like. Watching season one, he does have a boyish charm that like fit, that fits the energy of television. Like totally. he he can pull the viewers' attention in a way that I think his spot on the show would be pretty secure. But I think you're right. That is probably so true. Like seeing that Katie and Schwartz broke up and that they now have no storyline and they're kind of boring, that probably was a big part of why he didn't just come right out and break up with Ariana because I think so. these are all the fourth wall breaks that they won't do which is I mean I think so much of their relationship was built on keeping them both on the show like they and and it was probably unspoken this is what I always talk about PR relationships like this is that's like the soft version of a PR relationship where both people know it's mutually beneficial they're not going to say to each other hey we better stay together or we're off the show but like it's kind of, they know. Well, there maybe was, they didn't say it that way, but I could see them saying like, here are our vows. I vow to be a united front on the Vanderpump Rules TV set. I vow to, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think they probably did have some rules of engagement agreements that any marriage, I think, would have. I mean, it is serious to buy a home together. It's like they... That's why it's interesting to me, again, when in the last episode he was, like, trying to sort of say, like, don't you understand? I finally feel love again. It's Like, you do get the sense, like, that he feels, like, it's not just, like, how dare he think that she would get it. It's like, no, I think he's telling the truth, though, that he did think that they, I think they, I think he felt they had a good enough friendship that she would understand that. And that a lot of the relationship is just them staying together for the business like i thought i don't know i i thought he thought that she was on the same page as him with yeah that. right and that seems like the page he was on and i wish he would just say that yeah but i also think it's really just as simple as he's like don draper he only likes the beginning of things like that's, that's what, i a thousand percent yeah it's like and i i i can't remember i've watched so much around this show that i can't even remember where this came from but Someone at some point says to him or about him, like, doesn't he understand that he's going to get sick of Raquel too? Like, Raquel, like if he stays with Raquel, it's going to become this quiet domesticity as well. Like, you don't just find someone who is going to be like rocket fuel to your crotch for your entire. Well, actually, 
That's not a good way to put it. I don't know. I mean, because you do find someone. Every relationship is a little spicier in the beginning. Let's put it that way. Take it even out of the realm of the personal. Everything that you stretch into eventually becomes normal. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. like if every every step you take on the ladder, if you stand on that one rung long enough, you're not that high anymore. Here we go. We're going one higher. It's like you never stop being where you are. Yeah. And that's why you kind of have to start figuring out ways to get like to progress in other parts of your life if you are going to have like a stable relationship unless you want to just be super boring forever but if you are someone who's like I need new experiences and new adventures and I want to have a mate for life then you have to like build that in you have to figure See, out I how- think I think the issue though is that Tom doesn't feel that he needs a mate for life yeah he doesn't and I think Ariana she did I could see in her mind being like it was so special he cheated for me so dumb so dumb don't ever it's just so dumb but she wouldn't have known that no you know that if you're a normal person with friends you know that well right I mean if somebody has a girlfriend that they live with don't fuck them yeah like perfect example when I was in my like earlier mid-20s there was this guy who I was really good friends with and he was in a serious relationship or he was dating this girl And he got really drunk one night and told me that, like, he is going to break up with her because he's, like, in love with me. And I was like, (laughs) okay, so if you want to break up with her, break up with her. I think this could totally (laughs) work. Like, we could absolutely do this. But I'm not going to be that girl. So you need to break up with her and get your own shit together. Sort your shit out. Find yourself a place to live. And then maybe we can revisit if me and you could maybe have a future, you know, like, Mm -hmm. and I don't know how I had that kind of, no, I do know how I had that self-control because I'm a girl's girl. It's called being a girl's girl. It's called as much as I really did like that guy and I had an attraction to him and I really did want, I was like, oh my God, this is cool. Like I like him. I just was like. Imagine if that girl found out that he's still because he's going to break up with her. He's going to have nowhere to live. He's going to still be crashing at her place for a couple weeks or so. And I'm going to have sex with him where my house. And then he drives back to her. Ew. No, that's disgusting. Like, don't do that. Even if it's going to be hot, whatever. And then guess what? He we started dating like we both went separate ways after that. I think I started dating someone else. And then we dated anyway, like a year or two later. So, and it was probably even better yeah, because it didn't have this gross guilt feeling. And you have to keep in mind when a guy or a girl or whoever does that, when they say, look, I'm breaking up with this person because I'm in love with you. They might just be using you as a getaway car. Getaway car. You know, a trillion percent. Like it's, pro- it, it could absolutely not last. But also like, tell me after you did it. Right. Grow a pair. Dump her first. If you're in love with Molly, either way, tell her after you break up with your girlfriend. Like, is he actually just gauging your interest level? Because if you're like, I don't like you like that, he's like, oh, I'm just going to stay with my girl. Yeah. Like, it was like, honestly, partially a turnoff because I was just like, yeah, ew, break up with her first. Like, break up with her first. I'm not going to date a guy who would do this to his girlfriend. Right. Right. And, and per what we said on the last episode, like, of course, Tom's going to do it again. Um, he told Raquel. Yeah, of course. He said, Slip he of said, the of tongue. Course. You wouldn't do that for, to me, would you? No, 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 of course. 
he told her he's going to do it. Of course, he's going to do it. I also thought him saying, and then we need to get into James Kennedy because he was the, he was absolutely the comedic relief and the star of this episode. I, the one last thing that I think we need to codify as a society, um, Tom Sandoval saying that trying to give as an excuse, he was trying to give some more excuses for why he did this and why it was okay. One of the things he said was communication issues. I think we need to declare communication issues, whether it's being said by a man or a therapist or whoever, that is a red flag. I think it is like the third or fourth time now that I've heard someone use that phrase and it's a fig leaf for cheating emotional abuse liar meanie like communication issues is not real if you actually have communication issues you're gonna say what they are you're gonna say hey we were having an issue because you wanted to have kids and I didn't and like like say that you know like and we weren't talking about it but to just say this this broad umbrella term communication issues i think we need to keep an eye on anyone who uses that because i think it's fucking bullshit yeah i mean i've definitely been with guys where i would say we had communication issues but what i really meant is you're communicating poorly (laughs) and then what i really meant was what the actual fuck are you doing so like i yeah i agree i just (laughs) this is like when it's popped up in my life this concept of communication issues it's when someone is trying to sanitize emotional abuse right one person in the relationship is a yeller or a name caller or mean like, yeah, technically those are communication issues, but like you're actually just being an asshole and what the way that you're communicating is not conducive to a good relationship. So like he's saying, oh, we had communication issues. Sandoval, what does he mean? He means I could not get the balls together. I could not summon them up to say to her, I don't want to be your life partner. We do need to break up. I'm fucking your friend. That's not communication issues you're a prick <laughs> you know what i mean? like but ariana corrected it like she she said it was intimacy issues like i i do think that there is not a blanket way that we're all taught to share our feelings express our anger um process our emotions like uh what to share what not to like i, I think there's a lot of interpersonal communication questions that all are related i think to the work you do with yourself more than anything but like either way it's like I I could understand working through different attachment styles or different communication styles or habits yeah. or expectations. But right, when he's saying we had communication issues, what I actually think is him saying, Ariana, I, I've always cheated on you and you've always been cool with it. What the fuck? Right. Like I'm just like communication issues. Yeah, it doesn't really mean anything. Yes, it's it's like calling something problematic. It's like if it was actually problematic, just tell me what the problem is. Or, because, or like, or like it is problematic because there's like some friction. So I guess we can call you know like we can right, call but it it's tense. Actually, not that big of a problem if the only adjective you need to describe it as problematic like, that's so funny yeah you know what I mean like this yeah. is just I'm just I'm, I'm noticing a pattern with this term communication issues and it's with it's it's like a, people using therapy language to cover up heinous relationship crimes and i'm on to you i'm on to you all like tom shouldn't apologize 
He's not sorry. They shouldn't expect that from him. And right. I guess this brings me to the larger question I was saying at the beginning. It's like, there's somebody who's upset with me about something and they told me that I owe them an apology. Does anyone owe anyone apologies? Like, doesn't that take away from the sincerity of an apology if you're just like demanding that someone use the words that that coddle your sense of like righteousness it's like I don't know I don't say sorry if you're sorry exactly I agree I agree with Ariana pointing out to him you've still never said sorry because he is an asshole for still never saying sorry but what she's not doing is saying I demand that you say sorry because that's crazy that's a completely like there's no point in getting an apology if you're forcing it out of the person it should be given freely because they're a good person so when ariana brings up to tom hey you know you still haven't apologized that's not her saying you better apologize it's her saying this this is really what a piece of shit you are like it hasn't even occurred to you and i would be hurt out of the goodness of your heart yeah that like you owe me an apology so yeah demanding it is weird and she but she's not doing that but the the group kind of is. The and group it is, is. It is a good question. What do we expect from this guy? Because it's fun to watch and I'm not complaining. But like there is no cathartic end to a guy getting caught cheating. Really? No. None. Like it's unless you like. Find out he murdered her after. <laughs> Yeah, right, like, right. Unless there's right. Unless there's like a violent crime, a passionate <laughs> violent crime that follows. It's literally just like uh, a buzzkill. Right. Like I've confronted guys before. And I think, like I said, at the beginning of this, like when you confront a guy and you're like, you just did something that was such a dick move. You're a fucking asshole. And they're like, I know that's even worse than if they make up excuses and try to justify it. I don't know if I think it's even worse. I think it's actually like, oh, okay, thank you. Like I need to take off my rose colored glasses. At least you're telling me the truth. Like everybody does have a different code of ethics. Tom is clearly someone who doesn't think cheating is that bad. And neither does Ariana. She was the cheatee. And Andy's yes. right. Every single person on that stage has justified on camera cheating with each other also. So and they all this isn't justified. so like, right. And this isn't, so this isn't like, so like Tom, you asshole. It's like, actually these are his peers. He just outdid them. He won. He won the cheating on the show. Uh, 10 year, 10 year challenge. Right. I mean, if this was survivor, he would be winning. This is right. the rules of engagement of this type of reality show. Right. Like, and for the restaurants in ge- and, and literally in restaurants in general. Right. Like, and it's not, yeah. Every restaurant is a cesspool of like yeah. cheating and sexual harassment, yeah. but okay. Let's get to James Kennedy. What are his deets? Also too, I think maybe at the end, I'll just read you the whole list. Just so we have it all in one place, like just sun and moon, just so it's not confusing, yeah. but um, okay. Jamie is Aquarius sun libra moon so yeah he he is absolutely lightening things up he's that what you're seeing on the reunion that's so pleasing is is that air it's he's all air there yeah it's so fun my favorite thing he goes you're worm with a mustache which people have been quoting for weeks and then sandoval sandoval has to be the least like he he does have a charm about him but it's not wit he is not witty he is not funny he is not smart because his comeback that takes him you know, 10 seconds to think of is, well, you've had the same haircut for nine years. And then James Kennedy makes it even better. He turns around immediately, angrily goes, yeah, it works for me, bro. (laughs) It was very funny because Sandoval is like, James is having the time of his life 
And he's also kind of peacocking around, acting like he's angry. He's got this righteous indignation. Because he stomped he, off. Yeah, he's got a reason to be angry. And But he's also having the best time ever. Mm-hmm. Like, he's having so much fun, and he's so funny. And Sandoval is just, like, in this little pit of, like, feel bad for me. So, like, he's just not having fun with it at all. All he can think of is you've had the same haircut for nine years. It's like, oh, is that better than your fucking Mr. Potato Head switcheroo facial hair that you're always constantly cha- like? I have never had a different haircut in my life. Me- yeah, like wh- who are we supposed to be changing our haircuts every every year? But whatever. But okay, so he's all he's all air. That's why he's having a great time. He's having I a great would- time, and he's peacocking around, and he can think clearly enough to. Like he's performing well here because he's actually not emotional about it. Yeah. Yeah. He's heady about it. Also, I think there's probably something fairly cathartic for him. Like, look, if he, I I didn't watch the show, but if he was engaged to Raquel and it didn't work out, he must've cared about her at some point. And I don't know. I just, I could see it being very like vindicating if your ex is embroiled in this fucked up shit. I know, I know it is, it is vindicating even if he didn't care about her because again, all of like, I don't think that most people on this show actually care about her. I think about each other. I think it's like bachelor and bachelorette where they know that the interpersonal relationships are what keeps them on the show. So like, yes, they're getting married. Yes. They're getting engaged. Some of them are even having kids, but like in the back of their mind, it's content. So like, even if he was thinking of it that way, like, oh, here's this young new cast member. Let me propose to her. This will keep us on the show for a while because what do reality shows love more than a wedding special, you know, like that, even, even if that was all it was, even if he had no feelings for Raquel whatsoever, it still is delicious. When Juicy. Someone, yeah. You were involved with has such a spectacular fall from grace. Don't even yeah. pretend you're too good to like it. You a know? thousand percent. Like, yeah, I mean, he he's, I think this is really his like pinnacle of the show on the show so far. Um, I, I don't watch the show, but I'm getting the feeling that he's really having, he's the only one having look, like fun here, I think. Um, yeah. But, Lala. What about yeah. Schwartz? What are Schwartz's signs? Because there was a really fun, I mean, it's so clear that Sandoval and Schwartz are covering for each other. Sandoval's life flashed before his eyes when Schwartz said he found out in late August and realized he had let Sandoval had told Andy, he told him in mid-January, like they've all got, like, it's just falling apart for them and it's hilarious. Why is Schwartz doing Sandoval's bidding like this? What is his sign? What are his signs? You're going to love this. He is a, I have him as sad rising with a libra sun and a gemini moon jeez so he and sandoval have gemini moons they're from the same place they can get on each other's team get on each other's page sure i'll tell your story for you because i understand why we would tell stories and they justify anything to each other gemini's can just literally and they feel very comfortable yeah, they're evil twins. What did, oh my God, at one point, James called them Tweedle Dumb and Tweedle Dirty Dick or something. Like, am I Tweedle Dumb? That was really funny, little aside. The editing in this was really on point. It was great. I thought the editing was great. And I actually wanted more of the opening. I love the way they did it with just like everyone telling their story. Whereas the minute you get on that stage, not only are there people just scream interrupting each other, but like 
everyone's performing. There's an audience, there's right. the other people, there's, you know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like you're going to get something different out of those were of so interesting to me. It was a good format. Yeah. So, okay. The thing with Schwartz and Sandoval is not that Schwartz is in servitude to Sandoval. It's that they're evil twins. Really? They get it. They, they're, they're in business together. Literally. Yeah. And like the next time Schwartz fucks up, Sandoval is going to be his bitch boy. So a thousand percent. It's all the Gemini moon connection. Avoid, avoid, avoid. Mm -hmm. Finally, the last thing we need to talk about before you tell us your special news about Taylor Swift, which you've been teasing for three days in our WhatsApp. Poor little Raquel in her trailer, in her (gasps) self-imposed 100 yard away trailer. But because she got a restraining order against Skiana. This is what I have to say, though. I don't blame her for getting the restraining order because if if someone pushed me and scratched my eyeball, I would also take legal action. I would. I don't care. You can't well, push people. You can't be getting things physical. You just can't. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I would take legal action. I think I'm more inclined to pit her right back. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I would if she was attacking Nick or Casey. Like my husband or my sister or my parents or my friend. But if it was just me on her and someone attacked me, I would just be like, I'm throwing the book at you. I don't need to break my nail for this shit. I don't care. You know what I mean? But it's funny because Raquel, poor Raquel, I I just can't not feel bad for her because like she doesn't even understand she's putting her own job in jeopardy by doing that. Like she should have dropped the restraining order before the reunion because it's like Raquel you you need to be on camera as much as possible this is your only job you've aged out of pageants what are you thinking you should you need to be on that stage like getting whipped right next to Sandoval like the whole time what is the reason for Raquel doing this to herself is it just because she's a Virgo son she thinks "Ooh, if I follow the letter of the law everything will work out for me and she's just completely missing the forest for the trees No, I think she's avoiding being on that stage with them because she really has nothing to say for herself other than I wanted to And I also think her justification as a Sag Moon, who's been a fan of the show, is going to say, Ariana, how could you be surprised or pissed with me? I'm playing your game. You taught me, queen. Yeah. I think she's smart staying out of it. I think it was no accident. She's wearing a half black, half white heart sweater. It's like, I am both light and dark and love. And I think she is just in the height of her Saturn return. Yeah. So this yeah. is her, this is her big lesson. This is the culmination of her last 27 years or whatever. And this actually is her first conscious moments that we're seeing. So I sort of get where as a Sag Moon too, you'd kind of want to self-isolate. She doesn't want to get entangled with all the Gemini fucking yapping and trapping. She's like, you know what? Like, I'm just going to sit back and watch and like, call me the bad guy. But like, I don't want to see you guys either. She has nothing to say. Yeah, she has nothing to say. I think that's a huge part of it. Like she's like, she knows they're going to be interrogating her and she has literally no, she she's affectless. That's what my mom would say. Gomless. She's gomless. That's where it's like, is she a sociopath or is everybody right? She's just dim. Yeah. Like she barely has a sense. Really? It's just nothing going on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Tell me your Taylor Swift tea and we, and everyone make sure you subscribe if you liked this, because we're going to be doing the next two reunions. Uh, the same way with all the astrology. I realized when I was looking at Taylor and Maddie's charts mm-hmm. that Taylor Swift and Maddie Healy, Taylor Swift and Nick Mullen have the same birthday <laughs> as do Adam and Maddie Healy. What? What? 
Okay, so the two hosts of the Adam Friedland show have the same birthdays as Taylor Swift and Maddie Healy. Same year? Different years. And with Adam and Maddie, it's actually, so Adam's April 10th, Maddie's April 8th. But because it's actually different years, their son is at the exact same place. So they're the exact same sun sign as are December 13th, Taylor and Nick. What in God's name? <laughs> the fact that everybody is using this Come Town episode as news has actually changed my whole opinion of like YouTube reporting and like just reporting in general. It's like it is not being fairly reported. Like that was the news I said today. Like Ice Spice and Taylor are no longer doing a collaboration because they called her like an inc- an income thing. Wait, like, they're like, not collaborating anymore. I said that you know because of the offensive remarks that her racist boyfriend made on but he didn't even say it Nick <laughs> did. wait are you sure because Google i'm not it. seeing that it was canceled anyway. I, I, I sent it to you i look at your whatsapp too. taylor swift's collaboration with ice space has been called insidiously calculated and a blatant distraction after maddie healy made it. yeah that they didn't cancel it taylor swift oh okay you're right i'm wrong it's just people criticizing it i just couldn't believe when i saw that that if you want to know what the dynamic between maddie and taylor is Look no further than the Adam Friedland show where he was outed as a racist misogynist. Well, it's just so crazy because Maddie Healy didn't say it. Nick Mullen did. Right. Like Maddie Healy is just sitting there. I don't even know if he's laughing about it. And the crazy thing. I'm sure he does. I mean, but it's so obviously not like, I mean, they're silly. They're silly idiots. They're not being serious. So this woman, Holly Stallcup, her, uh, she got ratioed today on Twitter. It went so viral. She's got 9.6 million views and only 615 likes. Okay. Whoa. And <laughs> I'm not going to read the whole thing because it's so long. But it says, before I leave for NYC, here is my thread on seeing Taylor this weekend while she is dating a racist, Islamophobic, anti-Semitic, overall problematic white man. While I don't necessarily owe anyone this thread, it is important for me to take my public leadership seriously. And you're like, public leadership? She has 8,000 followers. What are you talking about, girl? <laughs> so she she goes through this whole thing and she's like... I've been looking at what marginalized Taylor fans are doing and trying to take their lead, but I've decided that I'm going to go to the concert in my sequined romper anyway. And I do think that there should be no billionaires and Taylor should be taxed, but I vote for politicians that will make that happen. So it's like, girl, there's such an easier middleman. Like, just don't buy tickets to the show. Like you're literally (laughs) more money. You dodo. And like, I don't, I just, I just think it's really, I'm really happy to see so much pushback on this tweet because yeah. like everyone's making fun of it. Because uh, the thing is, listen to the Adam Friedland show. Did you listen? What did you think? I listened to most of it and it was just like any come town episode. They say they're the just most, being stupid. Yeah. They say the most offensive shit they can possibly think of. And look, if you want to be offended by it, that is totally fine. It is totally your right to be offended a hundred percent. But like, I'm so happy to see people pushing back against this woman equating Maddie Healy to like Adolf Hitler. Do you know what I mean? Like, right, dude, who's more Jewish than Adam? <laughs> He's lived in Israel. <laughs> She's like, she says about Maddie Healy, a racist, Islamophobic, anti-Semitic, overall problematic white man. And again, there's problematic. When someone says problematic, it's a tell that the person didn't actually do anything. Right. Problematic just means like you might have a, you might be triggered. Yeah, it means they've said fucked up shit, maybe. 
That's all it means. It just means that they've said things. Trigger warning. That are, that you don't agree with. And you have a problem with them. Yeah, you have a problem with them. You don't like them, but it's like, you, you don't like, and then the other thing is like, okay, he's a troll. He's an edgelord troll Nepo baby. Like he's not Hitler. He's just like, definitely dislike him. If you don't like him, definitely you can, you can think he sucks, but like, you don't need to write a 15 tweet thread justifying why you're going to Taylor Swift's concert because she's dating this guy. Like get a grip. I mean, also like I paid a thousand dollars for the ticket is enough reason for me. Right. Like you wasted your money on a concert ticket. So you're still going. There didn't need to be a tweet. Just like, you know what I mean? I just also it's giving Maddie so much credit. Like, like we literally didn't know who he was like even if you've heard of the 1975 you might not and you have to be a fan to be like and the lead singers are can you even name all of the Spice Girls first and last real names I actually probably could but not everybody could I was a real fan but you know what I mean it's like I I just feel like I couldn't tell you who the lead singer and some of the people on my playlist are you know like so I just feel like as like to give him Adolf Hitler is just such an extreme compliment it's like all this what power does he have yeah it's like he's just an immature edgelord he's just he's just a guy and saying offensive things to get a rise out of this woman who takes her public leadership seriously it's like right he's, it's he's not all those things whether he's being funny or not is definitely a matter of opinion but he's being an edgelord aries hot button issues and like you like i said you don't have to like it you're totally allowed to be offended by it but to write this long ass Twitter thread is just so funny to me. We have to stop letting adults behave this way. Like this woman knows that this guy is not a threat to society. She knows that like, it's going to be okay. Like he's just a douchey musician who gives a shit. And like to act like you're deciding whether or not to go to like fucking prom in the third Reich is it's like, no, you're just going to a Taylor Swift concert. Get over yourself. Get over over yourself right and and also like acting like taylor is like some political threat like if we allow this to happen who's more powerful than taylor if taylor starts dating hitler then you know what i mean it's like wait wait she probably just likes having sex with him. right they've been flirting for years there's been a built-up edgelord tension and they're having some fun she's needed to have some fun joe all has kept her like a fucking kept woman the the caged bird motherfucking sings right like i want to see holly stallcup's roster I want to see who she's ever hooked up with when she was on the rebound, because I guarantee you there's someone who has some bad tweets in their past. Like, just get over it. Who cares? And I've got some bad tweets, baby. That's bad. I won't. That's stupid. Yeah, I've just I'm like, we can't let adults act like this. It's so like it, it, it just can't be a discourse anymore. It can't be a respected way for people to gain standing and clout anymore to just be like saying oh i stand against maddie healy right come on and all comedy in general come on get a real cause like i don't know i just feel like don't listen to a comedy podcast unless you're aware that it's a comedy podcast like right like definitely don't listen to come town definitely don't if you don't think that's funny you're not gonna like it you're not gonna like it but the best thing about this twitter thread is like it really is like an extended real life come town bit like, this is the funniest thing they could have ever done. Right, Nick. Leo rising Aquarius moon. So he's able to see the collective and just yeah. jump in making fun of them. Maddie and Adam, Sun and Aries. Maddie has a Taurus moon. Adam has a Virgo moon. 
So like they are actually extremely similar in nature, which also is interesting because they sort of end up being like the bitch boys, the the fearless leaders of these like two actually like sort of larger than life Sagittarius. Yeah. Bombastic. The Mr. Fantastic. Nick Mullen and Taylor Swift are that big Sagittarius energy that have the ability to like just like get themselves to the masses and Sagittarian energy is actually the big energy. But we have two Aries earth sign moons here. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Maddie is very grounding for Taylor in the same way that Adam is very grounding for Nick. Yeah, yeah. The funny thing about the reaction to what Nick said about Ice Spice is he actually didn't even know who she was. He was just reacting to the name Ice Spice. Oh my God. And like, yes, what he said was offensive and it was like, you could definitely argue that it was a racist joke, but like it actually had nothing to do with Ice Spice's career, her body of work, her appearance, who she is. It was just a reaction to the name Ice, the name Ice Spice. So he actually didn't insult Ice Spice, was imagining what Ice Spice means. Right. (laughs) And so now people have just recreated what they have just printed what he said. And if you listen to the actual clip, it's like, no, he's just riffing on what the first thing that came to mind when when someone said Ice Spice, like he he did not. And I'm sure Ice Spice herself knows that. She wasn't like he said, I'm what? He said, I'm an Eskimo. (laughs) Because if she if she thought that, then she wouldn't be collaborating with Taylor. Right. Right. Or she's the, just a business genius and understands how good. I mean, I'm sure that's part of it too. Like you don't turn down a collab with Taylor Swift when you're on the up and up. It sounds like it would be hard to be offended. You didn't make fun of her. That's so funny. Yeah, he didn't make fun of her. That's really, that's just so everything though. That's the point though, that it's like, it's just interesting. Like just notice these sensationalized headlines that you were reading about X, Y, or Z. It's mostly the tweets though. It's not even the, he- it's not even as much the headlines as it is the tweets. Mm. People singing on the ground. You should boycott Maddie Healy. Yeah. It's like, it's like Swifties who are like 20 years old and haven't left their house since the pandemic. And TikTok is law. Yeah. And like, they're just like whipping up, whipping themselves into a frenzy. And it's like, if you like, it is totally fine. If you are completely against everything Town stands for, but like the worst thing you could possibly do is take the bait and complain about them. (laughs) Literally. You're just adding fuel to the fire. It's like if someone is saying shit that is off color or offensive to you. You could just change the radio station if you don't like the song. Yeah, I say this as someone who is totally like liberal, lefty. We gotta start picking our battles, guys. Oh my God, yeah. cannot be flipping out about Comtown. (laughs) Well, and, and, and about comedy in general, like, yeah. I think that's why, like, even at the Moonyuel, like, the one thing that I've always said is, like, this is a comedy event first, even if it's not a traditional comedy event, because, like, let me be clear, it's not a safe space. It's a safe space to try out your joke. It's a safe comedy space. Yeah. We are all in agreement that we're here to laugh and feel good. So anything that is offensive over off color wasn't intended that way. And we're aware that we're doing jokes. That's not okay with some people, though. That's not okay with a lot of people now. Yeah, it's really weird. It's weird. What a dystopian space that we live in where it's like comedy's the problem. It's like, oh, okay. Well, I wonder if, yeah, I don't know. I don't want to say too much more about it because people will think that we're like right wing. (laughs) 
it really is crazy. Like if you say that, like people should be able to joke about whatever they want, that's like a Fox news point now. You know what I mean? Like, it's really sad. You just can't even be, I don't know, but also it's not that big of a deal. Cause when stuff is genuinely funny, it rises to the top anyway. I agree. I'm not trying to be like, we're under siege. We're totally not. No. It, the only point ever has been to be funny. And the stuff that is funny is still rising to the top. There is no, there is no hilarious offensive comedy that's being like shadow banned. Well, there probably is a little bit, but like, I don't know. I mean, look, the stuff I cut, the only stuff that I'm aware of is the stuff that I cut from this podcast every damn week True. because I am so cruel. Oh, it is so annoying. It's fucking so annoying. What I want to say to any Swifties listening, because you may be the same as the Vanderpump crowd, is that they're laughing at you. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're not only giving, you're, no, you're not only giving the Adam Friedland show more Karens to Karen from, but Taylor and Maddie are lol that it's the Adam Friedland show that he's under fire for. Oh, I know. I think Taylor's having crisis meetings. I think she's freaking out. I think her maybe business is, but I think she's, I think this is actually really freeing for her because I think, I mean, again, we saw it with like hints of like reputation and sort of this idea that she like is like getting trashed by the media. I think there's probably something really fucking freeing about being like, yeah, you know what? I'm not trying to be liked anymore or doing what like, because at the end of the day, if she's dating this guy, if this is his personality, then he's a, he's a come down guy. He's a fan of come down. He's having rebound sex with this guy. I think that's a really important distinction. Right. We don't even know what's going on with them. Yeah. Like I like for everyone to be like her boyfriend is, but it's like, what are you talking about? We don't even know. She's supporting a Nazi sympathizer. It's like, what? <laughs> because Nick said the name ice spice sounded like an Eskimo or something. It's just like, yo, he said like it sounded like an Inuit spice girl. That's fine. That's so fair. Well, they said Inuit is offensive now. It is. Didn't we say it like two episodes? Ago? That's what a. That's what a. Um, that's what a news article that I read said. It said Inuit, which is an offensive name for indigenous people. And I was like, Whoa. I know Eskimo is considered offensive, but I don't think I don't think Inuit is okay. Actually, until you just said that, I didn't know. I didn't know what Eskimo was. I was saying Eskimo because I was like, don't say something offensive. Eskimos of offensive. Whoa. Yeah, it says the Inuit Circumpolar Council prefers the term Inuit. So actually, Nick used the politically correct term for what he meant. Wow. He said, "What? who is Ice Spice, an Inuit Spice Girl? Like, it's literally just the most standard. I actually was just more insulting than Nick. You were, yeah. So now we're. Wow. And the other thing is, like, after that, they went into some racist accent work, which is definitely, they know it's, they know that it's, that it pisses people off and they know that it's considered. It's accent work and which is now considered racist. Yeah. yeah. But I stand by their accent work and I do accents myself. So I just think it, that is where talent and joke writing and all of it does come into play. But you don't do an accent of another culture for the express purpose of making fun of it. I do it because I think it's a fucking great accent. <laughs> yeah, that's what they were doing. They do it every time. And like to extrapolate that out as he made fun of Ice Spice. It, I don't, it's just, it's not what happened. We've been talking about this for too long. I don't think people care this much. Yeah, anyway, but but isn't that remarkable though? Like of all the things for this story to, because I was like looking at the charts and I was like, wait a second. These are literally their birthdays. That's so funny. Yeah. Okay, everyone like and subscribe. Hey, like and subscribe. <laughs>
Like and subscribe. What is that? That's a YouTube thing. Who am I? Go like all of our posts on Instagram and subscribe to the podcast. Yes, do everything. I want to say a quick shout out to someone who hated our Megan and Harry Chase episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And very kindly directed their hate comments under the pic- the most recent picture of me on Instagram where I wasn't pregnant. I thought that was nice. That was really thoughtful. Oh my God. So somebody was a hater in the house, but actually drew attention to the last best looking photo of you. I would, that is not what I said, but thank you for letting me know. Thank you for letting me know how you feel about my appearance. <laughs> Sorry. I was texting my mom about the dog. I have no idea what you just said. <laughs> yeah. Can you say that again? No, I actually have no idea what you just said. I, I was literally texting my mom. She saw my most two recent posts where I was announcing that I surfed with the bump and that I was pregnant and they were really cute family photos of me and Nick with the bump. And she said, you know, let me not put my hate comment under this one. And she went to the third one and went to the one where I'm performing. So I just want to say thank you. That was, that was at least a little thoughtful. I totally agree. Don't bring the baby into this hate comment. And if you really want to put your hate in the right place, join the Patreon and pay us to hate us. Yeah, 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 yeah. That would be the best case scenario. Join the Patreon, patreon.com slash space trash podcast. And like and subscribe. Yeah, like and subscribe. (laughs) Upvote us. Space trash. Trash in space. Space trash. Lifestyles, the rich and Uranus. Space trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.